It's time to unleash the expert. What is he an expert on? Relationships, sex, spirituality, and rediscovering yourself beyond the trauma. Get ready to unleash more purpose, passion, and pleasure in your life. Here's the expert himself, Mr. Brandon Patrick. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Brandon Patrick Show. I have with me today um, one of my favorite people, somebody who has uh, just changed my life in more ways than she knows, and she's incredible. Uh, so I have Corinne Grillo with me today. Corinne, welcome to the show. Oh my gosh, thank you so much, Brandon. That's quite a sweet opening. Well, it's all true. So um, I want to give just a little bit of background as to how I know you, and then I want to ask you a few questions, okay? Okay. So, um, so Corinne, actually, she put on the first retreat uh, where I went down to Peru and experienced plant medicine. And I had no idea when I was going there. I was pretty naive. And uh, my wife, Jenny, was the one that found Corinne and was following Corinne and told me like, hey, we should go to this Peru thing. And I had no idea that I was going to meet somebody like Corinne uh, when I went. And the plant medicine was amazing and changed my life. Um, but also just seeing Corinne's example of uh, her career. And she's a fellow psychotherapist with me, um, but also her deep connection and her spiritual connection and her willingness to just be authentic uh, blew me away. So, um, you know, the plant me medicine mixed with a person like Corinne and being in Peru in the Sacred Valley. And it was just like, whoa, this is amazing. So, um, so yeah. So Corinne, I just want to tell you, you're, you're really authentic. You don't shy away from being you. Um, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, and you. your platform that Jenny started following um, was about angels. Can you speak about that a little bit and how that kind of came to be? Yeah, well, I think that was my first departure out of the uh, normal recipe uh, that were given in uh, lives of, you know, well, you get a good career and you stay solid, and, you know, fight the good fight out there and show a good face. And, and, uh, and I was out there doing the standard psychotherapy thing. And then I witnessed a miracle. I encountered a, had a big angel experience and that shifted things. Um, mm -hmm. After that, there's something inside of me woke up and I was uh, less able to tolerate um uh, bullshit, I guess, uh, the, the lie, I guess, um, the inauthentic nature. And I tried to resist this spiritual thing that uh -huh. was going on because it was a pretty, pretty, it was, it was a lot to confront when you're a traditional psychotherapist doing your thing. And then I'm sitting in sessions with clients and I start feeling angels come in and, you know, hearing them and, and, uh, and, and I didn't know like, okay, should I, um, should I say this out loud? And of course, at first I was like, no, I'm not going to tell them that there's angels in the right. room. This is ridiculous. Right. Uh, but, um, over time I eventually caved because it wasn't going away. So I remember, you know, sitting with a client and going, okay, look, I know this sounds weird. Um, uh, but, uh, I feel like there's, there's angels in the room. They have a message. Would you, do you want to hear it? Yes or no. And a lot, a lot of these people had maybe a specific kind of religion or no religion at all. 
And so it was very awkward in the beginning. So that's how it got started when I started learning to listen and trust uh, what was happening and just owning what was happening as opposed to resisting. So you, you kind of, I mean, you had the guts to finally go there. Um, but it was, it almost sounds like you had no choice. Like it was, you, you were, you were given this gift and this calling to do that. And, and it was like, I just, I just got to go for it now. What, what were the responses? Like, how did people respond to it? Um, uh, they responded. It was just pure magic once I started owning it. Um, because I think, cause I went in so kind of awkwardly just like, Hey, I know this is weird guys. I'm not trying to force anything on you, but it's just happening. Do you mind if I share, you know, cause sometimes the information that's coming through had nothing to do with what the person's saying. Right. Uh, so I just started going for it and people, um, not only that, but I started doing healing work too, because the angels wanted to kind of help slough them off, slough off some of the emotions. And I remember one woman who was the crying. Angels, the angels coming in and actually doing the healing work in the room. And so you're yeah. you're kind of, you're just kind of like a, a, kind of the middle person to facilitate that. Exactly. I had to like be the one that was awkward, the awkward person who's willing to say weird stuff out loud. And do you mind if we just try this thing, do some breathing with me? And can we just ask the angels to come and take off some of this pain, some of this stuff? So right. um, I remember this woman who um, had postpartum and she was crying every day couldn't sleep. I mean, so depressed. And it had been going on for six months. She said she was crying every day. And so I said, all right, <laughs> there's an angel here. Do you mind? And she's like, you know, at that stage, it's like, well, they'll try anything. People, yeah, that's what sure. I found is like, people are willing to go for it. Like she's who so cares? Broken. she's open. Yeah, she's yeah. like, Hey, I'll try whatever. I'm like, okay, let's try this shit. So we did. And, um, she called me the next day. She said, last night's the first night I haven't cried in months. And then I would see her every week, everything transitioned, transformed for her after that day. And it was about 15 minutes of angel work altogether. Mm -hmm. And so those little events, I mean, I witnessed uh, physical healings, someone who had bad sciatica, all of a sudden could like stretch. She's like, I don't think that worked. And I was like, well, probably didn't, but you want to just try and give it a stretch. And she was able to touch her toes. And, mm -hmm. and so when those things start happening, then it's like, that's validation. And I think that that's what's required of all of us. We take those first steps, take the leap of faith, trust you're going to be okay. You're not going to lose your license right away. Right. Your, your friends still might like you at some right. point. Right. I, you know, it just makes me think, Corinne, about how many people have important gifts that just, and but they spend their whole life um, never actually allowing those gifts to come forth because- they don't have the courage to do what it takes. I, for, from my experience, there's usually like a threshold that you have to overcome in order to realize those type of gifts. Yes. Um, and that's exactly what you're talking about, right? Like you didn't know how this was all going to shake out. Yeah. No, I didn't. Cause I was still like, I'm in session live with someone and I'm just saying, Hey, you want to try something? Cause I didn't even know what I was doing. I was just learning to listen and trust angels. And I had so much belief because I witnessed this miracle already. And I, I had already had such my own healing that I was already in faith. I already trusted. I didn't trust myself, but I right. trusted spirit at least. Right. And, um, yeah. So I, I think for all of us, like no matter what threshold or cliff we're about to dive off of, we get the nudges and we 
you know, pull back from the ledge, like I'm not ready. And then, yeah, when we do, and you cross that threshold um, and give it some blind faith, it's amazing the results that could happen, you know, yeah. within, within a few months, people were, I, re, I remember people flying their family members in to come and see me, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, you got to come talk to this therapist, but she's not quite a therapist, but there's something there's a little bit extra there for you. <laughs> so extra. <laughs> yeah. So that was really amazing and cool. And that's when life went from being ordinary to started, be, started becoming extraordinary. Yeah. So talk about that. So this led to um, a full platform that you've had online, an amazing platform and mm -hmm. helping and you really scaled this up. So it wasn't just uh, the one-on-one -on -one in your therapy sessions. Um, so how did that happen? It's just more atrociously awkward steps to trusting, <laughs> trusting my guidance, because what started happening in my sessions was it just felt like too much energy. It was like too much. Some people were like punch drunk at the end and would have uh. to like walk around the block because it was like so intense. And then spirit was saying, it's because you're supposed to reach more people. Like you need to share this energy and not just, interesting, not just one-on-one. -on -one. So they showed me this vision and I didn't believe it. They start, they showed me this vision of me, of light going from, from like my posse, my invisible posse over oceans. And oh, at the wow. time I didn't have a vision for this. Like, what are you talking? Like, that's crazy. So again, I just started again, taking the steps, trusting, and, and I was in full resistance, full resistance, because I don't like it to be the center of attention. I, I, it was already awkward for me to witness as many, many miracles as I had, because people were uh, confusing um, the, the miracles with my power versus the divine power. Oh, yes. Yep. You know, know what you're and, talking about. Yeah. yeah. So I've always kind of been not, not into like being the center. And, and I think that's what drove me to try and teach other people how to work with spirit to create massive miracles in their own hearts, minds, and lives. And that's been really my passion um, to take the power. I don't want that power because the power doesn't belong to me. It belongs to all of us. And uh, that is so wild because I'm not a, I was not a religious person, but right. this is just from practice and truth. And so since then, yeah, I've been teaching and training internationally how to, for people, how to open up. Well, so you said two things there that I, I really, I want to highlight one is, and I can relate a little bit in my own work. I, I try to use my own intuition and my own gifts and, and then people like give me praise and tell me I'm awesome. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like really, I'm just doing what I'm supposed to. This isn't me. This is God working through me in many yeah. ways. Um, but, uh, to, yeah. yeah, to scale it out. To, to, to then all of a sudden start to do things to actually create this vision, Corinne, mm -hmm. I, I imagine in many ways it was exhilarating and a little bit terrifying at the same time. As all good things are. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All the best things are extremely terrorizing. That whole threshold, all of that, everything that we've just discussed, probably the most provocative um, terrorizing moments uh, that I've been through. Now I'm used to putting myself through terrorizing things. You get like used I, to it is what you're saying. Yeah, you get used to it, right? You take those big leaps of faith. I mean, you've done a lot in, in your own career to know that feeling of, gosh, this is a really wild, um, big idea. Is it going to work? Who knows? And you put your bets down, you know? 
Well, I remember the group that I did with you and um, I could, I could feel almost your frustrations sometimes where you're like, you just wanted to scream from the rooftops, like just go for it. Like just put yourself out there. You might fail. You might stumble down the the cliff for a while, but eventually you're going to fly. Um, and, and I think that's easy from, from like, it's easy kind of to say from your standpoint, because you've done it and you've done it again and again and again, and you realize it's not that terrifying. Right. And, and I, I totally agree with you. If God's calling you to something, then absolutely. Um, okay. I want to shift gears just a little bit. Um, you said you weren't a religious person and I don't, I wouldn't, and tell me if I'm wrong. I wouldn't consider you a religious person still. Um, I'm not. So you're a very spiritual person. You talk to angels all the time. Um, so, so maybe talk about the difference. Like what's the difference between being a religious person and being really connected to spirit? Yeah. Yeah, well, for me, um, I don't just talk to angels. I talk to all the things now. I talk to mountains, trees, whoever's willing to listen and help me out. The answer is yes. But uh, but yeah, for me, the difference is um, the difference between a belief system and a knowing hmm. um, or an indoctrination, right? So we have our indoctrination, which I grew up a little Catholic and you know, I don't know what that, I don't know what you mean by that at all, Corinne, <laughs> which part <laughs> the indoctrination. I have no idea what you're talking you don't about. know what I'm talking about. I'm right. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. Let's um, we'll Google it. Let's Google the yeah. indoctrination that can happen with religion. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so I think that's the difference. And um, there's something inside of us that can make a very authentic connection with spirit that I didn't know about, you know, everything I learned before that was either religious or like, I, I've always been interested and curious about mystical, magical things. I've had a, you know, history of like reading the books, but as far as having this whole body awareness, opening up thing, you know, that's the difference. So now, um, the spirituality comes for me, if we're going to define it, comes from a very authentic, personal, unique place inside of us. And I, I always just say there's no one way to experience it or to frame it in your own mind, yeah. um, but it's there for all of us. Wow. That is so important, I think, and deep for me that there's a difference between indoctrination and knowing. And mm. be because sometimes I think when you're in a religion that's pretty rigid, they almost try to get to the point of that indoctrination is, you know, now, you know, now this is, but there's a difference between those feelings. There's a difference between it being forced into you and shoved right into you and this deep knowing that's already in you. Yes. Correct? It's, yeah. it's, it's just massive. The, the difference is massive. And, you know, since I've been so public right over the last how many, I don't know how many years now, eight years, seven years, um, and seeing the different people, whether they're embracing of the work that I do or very triggered by the work that I do. And it's of course, always the Christians that uh -huh. are the absolute worst as they're far the as most they're triggered because they're, they're the most, most triggered. Yeah. Right. It's not the atheists. It's not no. even like the Satanists. Okay. It is the, the, the people who are the most fear-based are, are the ones and the least accepting are, 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 are these, these folks. And it makes me really sad. I, I didn't really realize the magnitude 
of the indoctrination until over the years seeing what emails I get. And when I get the hate, it's always, always from them. Could, could I go as far to say, and I'm not trying to judge anybody or anything like that, but that it, you know, that indoctrination, if you, if you drink it in, it breeds pride, which then gets in the way of being open to actually the knowing to the feeling. Is yeah. that, what would you, what do you think, Corinne? Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of different ways to, to frame that, but yeah, when you've been indoctrinated to, you don't know the difference between knowing and believing. Yeah. You know, and if you're only um your only recourse is looking at this book that was written a few thousand years ago and rewritten and rewritten by many, many, many times. Many times by those exclusively by by the elite, by by the wealthy, the rich, the kings. Toxic patriarchal systems that yes. created this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So we're indoctrinated to think that's true. And uh those are doctrines meant for essentially keeping slaves in place. Yeah. You know, don't fight, don't resist. There's an agenda. There's an agenda behind it, right? Now Again, this is like a departure. It's not, so this is a difference between belief systems. And I've had to deconstruct a lot since I've been doing this work um, because I used to be all, even a lot more inclusive and open to if people would say, oh, um, you're dancing with the devil. I would be a lot more warm or like, oh, okay, they're, they're just doing their best. But after so many years and deconstructing as much as I have, when I see someone calling me a demon, what they're doing is being puppets of old kings that are trying to conquer other people's lands. Wow. And they're making them say, proclaim Jesus as your Lord and Savior, or we will kill you. And that's exactly what they did. Yeah. So wow. I can, yeah. So I feel the difference of the energy. And when people talk to me like that, I know it's colonizer speak. That's what it is. That's wow, it's like the generational yeah. trauma just repeating itself again, yes. and again, even to this day. Yes. And they don't know what they're doing because it's so unconscious because they've been indoctrinated. So I have so much compassion, but I no longer tolerate yeah. any, any of that, that, uh, don't apologize hate, that hatred. No, because no, you, you can't use Jesus as a shield when you are coming from such a intensely dark and fear-based place. So I've had to kind of come to grips with all of that in my own work. Um, and uh, there's a difference when people are trying to yell at me and say, oh, you know, and the things that they hate are like when I just speak on love, right? Yeah. When I speak yeah. on love. Yeah. You know, you know, what's ironic is it's so ironic because Christ himself was a hippie who, who, who would talk and speak about these principles and the, the believers, right? I put that in quotation mark. The indoctrinated mm -hmm. uh, believers are the ones that crucified him. Mm -hmm. And they're the ones that couldn't tolerate Christ himself. And so now the followers wow. of Christ have taken that to so far. And mm -hmm. they have all these systems. And now they're using it to really persecute people like you, Corinne, where you're just trying to channel truth and help people. And and so it's really fascinating. It's interesting. It is. It is so fascinating. And I'm actually pretty passionate about it. It's, it's, uh, it, especially over the last year, just something clicked inside of me. And I was just like, wow, I need to be, you know, in many ways, more vocal, more bold, and, more willing more bold. to talk about it. Yeah. More, uh, I guess be more willing to, 
um, step on, I guess, people's toes if they don't like the truth that I'm speaking. Because when you say these things, someone's going to die or you call someone a demon, do you really know what you're doing? Right. Do you know why you're doing it? Because you think it's about Jesus. It has nothing to do with Jesus. Right. And you realize yeah. the energy you're trying to put on that person when you're calling yeah. them human and evil and all these things. I mean, it's yeah. just like, it's, it's just fascinating. Yeah. It's so sad, but you know, the hearts, all of our hearts have been so wounded. Um, there's so much fear. We're so afraid of being ourselves. We're so afraid of, so ashamed of ourselves for having all of these urges, whether it's a sex or, um, you know, all of the things and all right. of this is indoctrination, all of it. It's weird. So, so this is the difference when people come at me, I know they're coming from a place of fear because they don't know. They only believe because yes. people who know they're not coming at anyone. They're just like, Whoa, what's your unique perspective on who we are and love and this whole place we're in it's like a fantastical playground. If we can all meet each other with like, with beauty and curiosity, as opposed to judgment. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I love the way that you put that Corinne. And I mean, you're talking about the waters that I swim in a lot. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, being here in Utah and mm -hmm. just, just talking about certain things. I, you know, going down to Peru, doing plant medicine with you, um, it, 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 it you know, talk about a threshold when I, I was, I, I remember on the plane ride home thinking, how am I going to handle this? I just had the most profound spiritual, emotional healing experience of my life that is going to be looked down upon and judged as, wow, you're just a druggie in Peru or oh, yeah. whatever, you know? And I just thought same, same as you, it was like, fuck it. I'm going home. I'm going to just own it. I'm going to own it. I'm going to be honest. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that actually has been awesome. It's yeah. just like kind of what you're talking about with coming, you know, talking about angels in, in your work. It was like people responded however they were going to respond, but I was free and I felt like it actually helped other people. So, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That, that level of authenticity, just being who you are, being willing to put your neck all the way out, not just six inches, but like 10 feet here I am and see if I survive. Let's see what happens from there. See what happens, but see how, like, so for you, I mean, and, cause I remember you kind of going through this dance when you're like, Whoa, okay. I've been lied to, <laughs> you yeah. know? Like, whoa, I'm seeing things from a whole different perspective. And I remember you kind of going through that threshold of encountering yourself versus your uh, culture, right? I was indoctrinated, but yeah. I was indoctrinated, Corinne, but I also, the knowing was there inside of me. And, mm -hmm. and, so, and, and those things actually contradicted. And, and so this wrestle of like, well, do I go along with the indoctrination forever? Um, but I can't because the knowing is there and yeah. the knowing of, of the, the nature of what God is to me and what love is and, and all those yeah. things. And so like, and, and, and I had to get to a point where I had to let it all go. I had to just, just similar to you, like what you're talking about, were you raised pretty rigid Catholic? Um, well, I, we were Catholic, but not hardcore, but I was raised as many people in our culture, whether we're religious or not, we're raised with those ideals. That's where we, right. you know, that's why like 
atheists can still have intense shame about their sexuality. They believe in who they are and yeah, yes. their sexuality. Absolutely. Yeah, they feel flawed. Some and that's from you know, cultural indoctrination, whether or not you pick up the belief system, it's infused in our Absolutely. freaking water. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Wow. So um, Corinne, if you could talk just a little bit, and we're going to run out of time, and this could be a whole other episode, but um, plant medicine has been a huge part of what you do as well. Mm-hmm. And just talk about why that's important and how that maybe helps with healing as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, when I had that angel encounter, I think it was within a year where I did my first plant medicine ceremony. So I've always behind the scenes been working with plant medicine, um, doing ceremony, learning about plant medicine. And, and, uh, for me, it just helped so much, just open up new pathways inside of my heart. And, you know, gave me so much support, especially when I started transforming my life, you know, shaping my outer life to, I guess, match my inner life, you Uh know, a little bit more. So the plant medicine, uh, not just helped me physically, but also deal with, um, the, you know, old trauma, which I had so much of. Mm -hmm. And, um, I guess, you know, just, yeah, connecting with, with all of that. And again, giving me uh, spiritual support, helping me tune into my angels even more, tune into the land even more. Right, right. So the the knowing, the knowing exactly. So it, it's all it was all happening all at once. My indoctrin, my my not indoctrination, but my deep dive into the earth medicine, along with the soul medicine. All of it was happening at once. So so but, now it's like it's fun to kind of play in all of those playgrounds with people. Well, because you're, you're deeply connected and like really feeling, um, the knowing right that we're talking about in my experience, the, the plant medicine helped remove the indoctrination from me enough to just really experience that deep feeling of connection and, and, and know, um, and know God better and know a lot, a lot of other things. It taught me a lot of other things as well. Um, so Oh, I can't believe we've gotten this far in this episode, Corinne, and you haven't dropped one F-bomb. This is not you. <laughs> Are you serious? I haven't said one F-bomb? That's so weird. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Well, I apologize. Because, like every other word's fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was trying to keep it clean, you know? Did I, did I cuss at all? Please tell me I did. <laughs> um, it's funny I bring that one up, Corinne. The, re- the reason I bring that up is... I think my mom keeps a tally of how many times I swear on this. <laughs> um, but, but that's that it kind of relates. It relates to letting it go and just being, just being you. Right. And, yeah. and so when we're, when we're really watching what we say, I think, and, and Corinne's been a good example to me of just letting it out there. She just is who she is. Um, and I've really appreciated that. So that's why I bring that up, Corinne. So. Oh, thanks. I'm so glad you're you're tracking my F bombs. Oh, so you <laughs> finally understand. like my mom does to me. <laughs> Thank you for understanding me, Brennan. <laughs> I feel so seen. <laughs> hey Corinne, how do people where do they find you? And you have a book. Do you have two books now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. You Corinne's a go-getter. She has all kinds of stuff out there. So <laughs> where do they find your stuff? Yeah. Um, well, okay. My website, CorinneGrillo.com. You can uh, probably find my books there or you can find them um, 
I have a book called The Angel Experiment and another book called Angel Wealth Magic. Um, so if you are uh, curious about angels and how to work with them practically to heal your life, heal your bank account, heal your relationships, um, those are amazing. Um, but yeah, so I do retreats now. I, you know, since, since we've been to Peru many years ago, Brennan, I now have my own retreat center up in uh, Mount Shasta, sacred land up there. And I take people on ceremonies, uh, and give, help them, you know, have a real connection, have that knowing as opposed to believing. And yep. And so that's CorinneGrillo.com. I'll put mm -hmm. it in the show notes so they can get your link and they can awesome. find it. So Corinne, thank you so much for coming on. I just love talking to you. Um, this was so short. We could just go on and on and on, right? I know. So I sure appreciate uh, you giving me some time. And you guys, if, if you appreciated this as well, please leave a review. Uh, give a shout out to Corinne and we'll talk to you next time. We'll see you guys later.